my name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right. All right, here we go. And check, check. Check, check. Tell me when to hit the gas. Oh, yeah, we're good. I think we're, I think this is the podcast. All right. This is the podcast. This is it. I'm going to do the thing Marin does where it's like, even though we're both in control, I'm going to say, you know, have that little conversation. And then he's like, all right, welcome to the show. And you're like, am, am I on? Is this the show? <laughs> I think he did that to Obama. Huh. Pretty, fu- pretty fucking iconic. Yeah. Um, so we'll cut that out. Um, anyway. <laughs> Mark, Mark Marin or Marin Dungey? Marin Dungey. Okay. Yeah. Tony Dungey's wife. <laughs> right. How are you? I'm very well. How are you, my friend? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. And everything's, you know, uh, relatively fine. Went, well, was with my family. That was a little harrowing and stressful, but overall fun. How long were you there? Uh, seven days. Seven days in Michigan. 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 Not going to say where. Detroit. Yes, on the beach in Detroit. <laughs> um, Jack White Beach. That's nice. Yeah. Um, How about you? I have I have my in-laws in town. As you know, I had a second child. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Oh, my. Oh, so why didn't I lead. Can't believe it didn't start with that. It's quite all right. You know, I asked you how you're doing first. You, you visited did. family. I have family in town because I have a, more family of my own now. Right, but we haven't caught up podcast-wise on you have more family. Yes. I remain childless. But still... I am planning on having kids. You're going to um, be a great one of those. I'm going to be a great dad. Yes. Yeah, I'll you be like... a lovely gift to my daughter, Gloria. Yes, I did. I stuffed got stuffed avocado a, that she named immediately Avocadoton. Avocadoton, yes. And the, the avocado had a belly, a beer belly kind of thing that was the avocado pit. Yes, or a pregnant... Uh, you know, looking avocado. It was a. It could be pregnant. It might not be a drunk. But avocadoton sounds like a. Uh, oh, I was thinking its name could be guac guacamole av- or guac avocadoton. Guac avocado. It's not bad. You know, she's watching a lot of Peppa Pig. If I can get a plug in for that, so I think that's where the British stuff is coming from. Is Peppa Pig? Oh, is that British? Yeah, you know, I was reading an article that a lot of kids are you know watching it during the pandemic and like. Freaking out their parents by saying things like holiday instead of vacation. Mummy, are we going on holiday? What the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. All Let's right. go on holiday. Though I was obsessed with like the young ones. And mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I loved Monty Python and the young ones. And I was obsessed with just learning little. I would find out little like language nuances and be what the fuck is a biro or whatever and be like oh it's a pen that's how brits say pen i'm smarter Um, i'm learning 
Not to interrupt, I just want to put a quick pin. Should we reiterate the premise of what we're doing here? Two Johns. This is two Johns. Okay, first of all, we had to get into the family of all. I want to say congratulations. Thanks. And second of all, yeah, two Johns don't make a right. Mm -hmm. We are driving around Los Angeles, only making left turns. We just turned left onto a... Glendale Boulevard. I didn't want to dox you, but there Don't dox. Don't dox it. But But Glendale's uh, a long one. Glendale, one of the primary boulevards. We're near... Where the Beastie Boys recorded... Um, check Your Head? Che- I think Check Your Head and maybe uh, Paul's Boutique. It's uh, right up there. And right up behind there. And there's an Adam Yauch mural as well. I love that mural. I love that. Day. Great mural. Yeah. Um, back to the... Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you on, the, on your British uh, invasion of your youth. You like the young ones. I love the young ones. Monty Python. I got into comic, I th- uh, comic strip, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's like this post young ones thing. It had Aid Edmondson and yeah, I kind of remember and, that. Uh, Jennifer Saunders and all these great people. And I was kind of like, whoa! It seems like a really small community, and it seems nice. Yeah, but it's probably the same as everywhere else. Well, um, who knows? Who knows? I, you know, John, no. I had a question for you. Um, what's going on here? Oh, no. Where Somebody... Something? A very stylish lady, I would say. Yeah. Um, Something fell off her truck. She looked electroclash. She looked like she was in, like, ARE weapons. Or, like, Joan Jett's band. Joan Jett. She could have been in Joan Jett, Jett's band. She had a Joan she Jett She could have been style. a Blackheart. Yeah, a Blackheart. Um, John, I was wondering... Yeah. Do you like any movies from the 60s? Oh, um, movies from the 60s. Yeah. Interesting, yes. Um, I was watching... What was I watching? Do you not know why I asked that? Uh, I tweeted today. Yes, I, I tweeted. who didn't ever mute you. You never muted me. Yeah, Abba. that that was, the, that was the dismute that we had <laughs> at the beginning of the first podcast, which um, I thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because it's important to acknowledge that you healed that yeah you know, and, and it's also fun for uh our listener harry walner for some continuity you know yeah harry walner is getting all kinds of easter eggs on this episode <laughs> this episode's basically built around your mind and what we think will be pleasurable to you so we're gonna nail it for harry this one's for you harry um and uh uh anyway avocado 10 great um <laughs> I, I love the movie. I, I was thinking like Sergio Leone might be my favorite 60s filmmaker, maybe. Really? Like, kind of, yeah. I mean, like, you got, you know, your Fellinis, your um, Polanski-old, Pacanceled. P- sure. Yes. You got your, uh, you know, all these guys, all these guys. Um, There's no shortage of good The bigs, the, the bigs, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Apartment, Fellini, uh, Federico Fellini. Um, you got the 400 Blows by fucking Monet. Um, but, yeah, I think that... Um, sorry, it's not funny. Good. <laughs> not, no, it's not. It's not good. Um, but uh, I was watching Duck, You Sucker by Sergio Leone. Um, Duck, You Sucker. Yeah, okay. Yeah, with Rod Steiger and James Coburn. And it is so hardcore and so amazing and, like, psychedelic. And 
but like, yeah, just, just an incredible, incredible movie. And I think Sergio Leone is one of my faves. That's, that's kind of it. You know, I haven't seen anything you just mentioned probably since I was in college. But you've seen Duck You Sucker. I want to say yes. I know that title. Um, I just cracked a spindrift. And I want people to know that wasn't a beer. We're not drinking in the middle of the day. No, this is, a, this is daytime. And we're driving. We don't do that. Got my hands on a pineapple spindrift. And you don't drink beer. I don't drink beer. No. I don't drink, period. Yeah. No alcohol. None of it. Yep. Yep. Um, hey, getting back to your family, do you yeah. think, would they ever listen to yeah. this? Uh, you know, I hope. I don't know. Um, like, would they, like, do either of your parents or anyone in your family, like, I'm just going to Google John Daly and see what comes up? Sometimes I, sometimes I'm like, oh, wow, they really kind of don't. And then I'm like, oh, they know everything. So I just <laughs> assume they know every detail of everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. If I was... If my son was, you know, in the in the biz, <laughs> you know, sometimes humiliating himself publicly, <laughs> I would, you know, want to know. I would probably uh, be obsessed with that. If your son had an idiot friend named John <laughs> and just drove around making left turns, you'd listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now that, yeah, I mean, and this is this is very wholesome. What we're doing, this absolutely. is this Drinking is water. I, I would say that we should do. Maybe we should keep this family and kind of like not swear because we're doing this in the day largely. I mean, we can do it at night as well, depending on our guests, our eventual guests' yeah. schedules. Yeah. And that'd be kind of like, you know, seedy, like it's like three in the morning. Avocado seedy. <laughs> you know, avocado seeds are so big because they are basically evolved with the megafauna that used to roam the earth. Is that true? Yeah, not necessarily dinosaurs, but like the megafauna, like the big mammals, uh, uh, you know, mammoths and saber-toothed tigers. How do you know this? You like well, avocados? it's just a fact, you know? And sometimes when I'm in uh, Burbank or like on a mountain doing a hike in LA, I'm like, God, dinosaurs very long ago roamed these valleys. And then they died and then dust settled on them and they became the mountains we now climb. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. Beyond that, we this it used to be underwater. I mean, you can go hiking yeah. on mountains in Malibu and find mad shells. Or even in Idaho. I mean, everything was underwater. So. Have you ever been to the Salton Sea? No. Is it like that? I think you'd enjoy it. Mm. Mm. Slab City. You know, it's very interesting. I haven't been there in forever, but I grew up not far from there. Right. And um, it's really pretty interesting. I don't know what it's like now, but it used to be fascinating to me as a young'un. I think it's fascinating to a lot of indie filmmakers. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, you know, just people who want to, you know, get off the grid and then just, you know. I know that's smoke has a different connotation these days than it used to. Get but, off the grid? Yeah. Like, now I think because it's like people a are tech political nomads. thing. Now, yeah. Right. Oh, no, it's 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 political. It's like, yeah, survivalists. But it didn't stuff. used to be like that. I, I think it was just people who just like loners and hermits. Yes. Wanted to be left alone. Yeah. Have you seen the show Alone? No. Oh, man. Did we talk about this last time? I don't know. I don't I've been... think so. I know the song Alone. Who's that by? Heart. How do I get you alone? That's probably the best heart song. That's. I think it's the only heart song. No. That's the only one they ever did. Barracuda. Oh, right, right. Barracuda. <laughs> I like that they pronounce it right. Barracuda. No, the heart's good. We've, t we've made one left turn and just been going straight this whole time. 
Wow, we're going straight, and we are going by the main, uh, the main mother brain of the Scientology. We're in the uh, behind it, the smelly bottom of it. Uh, yeah, right next to Square One Dining. Yeah, I've been that. That's a good place. Yeah, Square One is good. They have great bacon. Super thick. Run by Scientologists, but I'll say this: run well by Scientologists. Is that true? No, I don't. I don't know, but maybe it's it's so close to that that I can't imagine a world where Scientology hasn't purchased all the blocks around here or something. But, right. But you, it, it, I may be imagining that. Who knows? A lot of this podcast is like, like you saying fun facts and me saying, "Is that true?" Um, do you know? Remember the rumor that they own true. the ArcLight? That was a not a, that was false. Yes. Yeah. I thought for years that the, I was like, "Oh yeah, that kind of makes sense." They like have this they, thing they and hired Jonah run Ray. It. The hair of Jonah Ray, of course. Like, Jonah Ray's a big Scientologist. <laughs> that's not true. I don't want to start No, that's not true. Podcast. That's not true. He's a nice he's a, guy. An not that Scientologists aren't nice, too. They're he's an angel. Nice people. He is an angel, a nice boy. You know, he's the person I always bring up. Like, whenever there's, like, an, uh, an untoward rumor about someone that people might know, I'm like, well, you know, that, that could be. And I always use Jonah as the example. Like, if someone said this about Jonah Ray, I'd be like, oh, that just doesn't ring true. And I can't say that about X person, you know? Like, I kind of put him as right. a beacon of uh, goodness. He is. He is. He's a good guy. Yeah. That wouldn't ring, ring true about Jonah Ray. Yeah, yeah. He's he's cool. He's a good person. He's hilarious. Yeah. And he's a genuine fan and a genuine, um, yeah, genuinely, um, yeah, committed dude. It's a good dude. He, uh, he kind of joined our e-bike gang. You know, I started an e-bike gang during COVID with uh, Kulab Vilesak. And Kevin Sessions. Yeah. Two, two other, uh, you know, fantastic people. Haven't and, gotten an email. Maybe I was not on the email Well, maybe list. that's what this is. Maybe this is get an e-bike and join our gang. Oh, okay. I have a bike bike, but it's an e-bike. What, yeah. what e-bike do I buy? What's the e-bike? Well, I'm a big fan of the Aerial Rider D-Class. Um, a lot wow. of my friends, including Kulop and Kevin, went for the Super 73 Mine, yep. Mine's just a little bit beefier for my ample carriage. Right. And it has two motors front and back, so I can go up hills pretty quickly. Two motors? Yeah. Wow, so you're going up steep hills. Yeah. Our totally. neighborhood's pretty hilly, and we go and, you know, in Griffith Park, there's all these roads that are paved that bicycles and people can walk on, Yeah. Um, but you can't drive on them, so it's pretty heavenly. You know, an e-bike can go whenever, wherever a bike can. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like these long, windy things, we start like near the observatory and end up all the way at the zoo. Right, right. And then come back through like, you know, Cromwell and Los Feliz. Are you guys going to do a thing where you get like back patches and top rockers and pretend you're a biker gang? Yes. Um, <laughs> my mother in law is a graphic designer and she made a fantastic logo for us. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And what's the name of the. The Creeping Charlies. The Creeping Charlies. All right. Very intimidating. It's a name of a plant, but it also sounds like a tough gang. It is. We're taking a left here on Western. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they were a bad driver. That was a bad uh, cutoff. They cut you off. Well, People yeah. like that, I'm like, oh, man, I could just see you T-boning somebody because you're on your phone. Yeah, like, like just looking just... down for a hot second, changing my stereo from lithium to first wave. <laughs> yeah, changing it from Shady 45 to Howard Stern. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so disturbing. Yeah, people float 
when they're on the highway. Like you can tell oh, yeah. that people are on their phone when they have this kind of float. They kind of like uh, over to the side. And, uh, so disturbing. It's so like disturbing. God. And then I think about myself, and I am on my phone sometimes. Yeah, I have traffic sense. lights, but I try to. You know, I'll be on. I'll be real. I'll be real. I got caught by the cops on uh, uh, doing it in Venice Beach. Really? Yeah, I was just like in traffic and just took my foot off the brake pedal and went like five feet. And like this cop goes, all right, all right, give me your license and registration. Gave me a hundred dollar ticket. Wow. Which if they give you a hundred dollar ticket, it's $300 by the way. Is it? Yeah. It ends up being $300, something like that. Like I got, I just was in Big Sur with my girlfriend. We were driving down back to LA. We got, I got busted and uh, speed got a speeding ticket. And the guy was like, I'm just going to give you a hundred dollar fix a ticket. It was $350. And then I have to pay for traffic school. Right. That sucks too. Um, Did you already do traffic school? No, I uh, signed up for it. It's in a, it's in a few weeks. Which one do you go with? Oh my God. I went with a comedy traffic school. What? Online? I I did an Instagram live where I call because I was like, I do not want to do this so badly. Like, call like 50 numbers and find a traffic school and find a time I can do. And right. there are traffic schools called comedy traffic school. There's like 90. I'm not joking. Like, it's a very common thing. And comedy traffic school. And it's supposedly funny. And so I went on Instagram Live and basically, I didn't crank call the people because I was actually, I wanted to know. But I was like, uh, excuse me, what percentage is comedy and what percentage is traffic school? And they'd be like, it's traffic, it's traffic school, honey. It's traffic school. Okay, it's 100% credit. And and I was like, well, where does the comedy play in? And they'd be like, there are car- illustrated cartoon characters. And I was like, now do these guys have names? And they were like, <laughs> they don't have names. And I was like... You know, give them some names. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, yeah. So, I'm going to comedy traffic school is the short. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. going to plug my friend's traffic school. It's <laughs> besttrafficschool.com. And it is the besttrafficschool.com because it takes, like, maybe a half an hour. Hold on. Are you serious? Yep. Wait. I'll cancel mine. Do it. I'll cancel it. If you can. Do Are it. you serious? I'm very serious. Your Best friend is a traffic school? Yeah, he's had it. Like, it's been like kind of, he's an actor and it's kind of been his like bread and butter since the 90s, but now there's like a billion traffic schools online. Right. Right. Like, he was one of the first. Um, wow. So, yeah, he's uh, swimming in a sea of competition now. So, anytime I can record a podcast and plug his traffic school. It's called Best Traffic School. I'll go, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll seriously, if I can do it, are you serious? It's half an hour because these are like six hours. No, I mean, I might be exaggerating, but you know, you, it's just how quickly you can do it and you can do it pretty quickly because you know, you know the laws. I know the laws, but I, I, when I had to, at one point I let my license lapse when I lived in New York and I had to take a written test when I moved to California and I messed it up like it. a lot. I biffed it hard. And was like, because it was like, if a cop is in the intersection waving you through, but the light is red, do you stop? And it's no, but I was like, yes, because probably the most crazy safe thing is the actual law. Right. But it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. It was just recklessly drive forward. That's interesting. There's a man sitting at a bus stop with his back to the street and he's facing a wall. (laughs) Like, he's just mad at everybody, and he just turned his back to us. We're in... I don't think it's... 
take a picture of that guy. I mean, I'll wait it so you can't see his face. So it's not wow. anybody. It's yeah, just... we're not we're not blowing it at anyone's spot. But this guy's sitting in a unique it's way. He's sitting <laughs> and like his head would be in the shade regardless. So I, get, oh. I get it if that's the only way he could get shade, but it would be shady regardless. Wow. Oh well, yeah. Look at him. He's got a bald spot. Who doesn't? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. Cause, uh, the top of my head is. I don't because I. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a uh, uh, solar panel for a. Uh, <laughs> a sex machine. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh hell yeah! We're in a fun part of town. We're it's heading Beverly toward Beverly Boulevard. We're, yeah, Beverly uh, and Western. Yeah, heading toward the Wilton. Wilton. The Wilton, yeah, classic Wilton venue. Wilton. Yeah, I haven't been there in forever. Yeah, big Korean flag right there. Nice. Yeah, lots of good restaurants around here. Yeah, Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. Excellent, and all the best ones are called like Korean barbecue. Right, and they so, and they don't look nice. They don't but look they're delicious. Yeah, like yeah. strip mall ones are the best. Yeah. Yes. The nice restaurant ones. P.F. Chang's. <laughs> P.F. Chang's. Yeah, big restaurants suck. Um, you ever been to Spago? No. Is it good? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was highly expensive. It was like good. Like the quality of the food was good. Right. But is that was, by the Beverly Center? It was deeply expensive. Yeah. Um, it is by the Beverly Center. It's like from the eighties, though. Yeah. It's, it's funny to go there. I would say it's like it's like a relic. You know, right. the art, the architecture is all like. 80s and blown out and, and you're like block. what yeah yeah interesting and it's all like 65 year old dudes with big suits on and like 20 year old well now you're selling me on it yeah exactly um the best i always wish i went to chasen's it, it closed before i could ever like it closed pretty much right when i moved here and i never could have afforded to go there what's chasen's again it was a very fancy restaurant where like all the fancy pants would go like like Ari Gold, <laughs> probably more like Johnny Carson and like you know that ilk, or you know people from you know right, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties. I'll see what Chasen's. Yeah, it was. I think it's now a Bristol Farms. Oh, cool! <laughs> so we could go there and get a cheese. Yeah, That's we could get a to... fine cheese. <laughs> and uh, just remember, you know, some nice butterheads. Close our eyes and imagine what could have been. Yeah, act like Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. <laughs> Uh, do do bits like them. Hey, okay, There's this another, guy's coming over. Driver. Now we're we're crossing third eye. Everyone hear that honk? Jeez, anger. Yeah. A lot of anger towards a great driver. You know, John. I'm no. I would give myself a B to be honest. Uh, just a drive. Yeah, be at driving. Yeah, or, like I'm not great. I'll okay, speed. well, what's great? I mean, how many wrecks have you been in? Very few. Okay. So, you I know, you rear end a guy. It's ooh. been almost two years now. I was coming back from a concert. Yeah. Uh, Red Cross at. No, cool. Yeah, it was a great show. And, and cool. they were opening for um, the Melvins and Steve McDonald plays in both bands. But I digress. That's I was slowing to check how long the line was at In N Out to see if I could swing in there and get a quick burger. And I stared a little bit too long and I rear ended a guy. Wow. about it. And it still hasn't been resolved. This is a commercial for In-N-Out. And Progressive Insurance. 
Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Dennis Haysbert gets out, and he's like, <laughs> Do you ever look in a burger's side? <laughs> Are you in trouble? Um, and, yeah, so that was the only accident I think I've caused. I've been rear-ended before, but... I've been in a... Someone else was driving, and the road turned to ice as we were driving, and, like, we were all just listening to music and driving, and then we, like, went around a turn on the highway going, like, 80 miles an hour, and we started like sliding as if we were just on an ice rink just mm. like silently like sliding scary and then we hit the median and then uh we got t-boned by a uh by a, a caravan with like a family in it but nobody was hurt it was because like we got t-boned but it was like on ice so we just like slid with the car right so our there car was, yeah the impact wasn't as great yeah and then we we waited on the side of the road all night long and uh, I was like 18 or 17, something like that. Were you freaking out? I was freaking out, but then um, one of my brother's friends who was in the car had uh, marijuana. And I hadn't really, like, gotten high. I guess, I guess I had, like, maybe once or twice, like, in high school. But the really good thing was they, they had some cannabis, and we smoked <laughs> it at the hotel room. And I was... I was shaken. Like, everybody was yeah. brit brittle and in shock, you know. So I was like, oh, man. Like, I was I was like, I guess I won't sleep, you know. And then I smoked pot, and I got to say, I was like, oh, my God, that's what pot does. It, like, completely took the edge off. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to go interesting, the other way. Interesting, interesting. And make you more paranoid? Yeah. No, it, it completely was the opposite. Um it was great. I was like, wow, wow, I see the benefits of this drug or whatever. <laughs> like, um, it's, uh, and then, and then the rest is history. Um, I'm ripping bongs and, you know. By the way, we just turned left on Wilshire. <laughs> yeah, we're on Wilshire. Yeah. Uh, heading toward uh, MacArthur Park, downtown, Alvarado Street before that. Um, speaking of marijuana, mm -hmm. um, when I first started hanging out with Doug Benson and other comedians, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm not talking you know, out of school, both Doug Benson and Sarah Silverman are known pod aficionados. Mm -hmm. Like I was just starting to like know these guys a little bit, and I had this old Buick, and we, I forget where we were, but we were outside of a some place where they were doing stand up, and they were they were like, oh, we're gonna smoke before we go in, and they smoked in my car, and it was a convertible, so I wasn't too worried about the smell. Yeah, but I was like, oh. We're all going to jail. A cop's going to come by and take us all. Like, I was that guy. Right, right. And now you can just buy it right there. Yeah, I, I, everyone was that guy. Like, I was, I was freaked out. I, I smoked weed once, right, like, after this, my senior year of high school, going to college, this guy, like, you're in a park in Pittsburgh at an arts festival, and we, like, walked over onto this grass, but, like, there were people all around. And he pulled out a joint, and I had, like, a physical reaction. I, like, stood up and started, like, pacing. I was like, yeah. uh, hey, man, I don't know if we should do that. And he was like, he was like, no, man, you, you'd really be surprised how few people care. And he light, lit it, and we smoked it, and I was like, oh, my God. You can just do this? Like, people don't, like, the cops aren't going to run over? Of course, they could have, you know, but. Right, if they had nothing else to do. Yeah, but we were, like, uh, pretty out of reach. But I was just like, you just don't do that. He blew my mind, a hippie named Jay. Blew my mind. I wonder how he turned out. 
I hope he's doing good. Hope so. Yeah, he was a maybe a nice guy. I don't know. I believed all that rhetoric, you know, that we were taught, or my generation was taught anyway. We're 10 years apart, I think, roughly. Yeah. But it was like, oh, it's a gateway drug. Don't do it. And I had friends in the high school, of course, who smoked it. And I was always just way too square. Yeah. And then when I finally did try it in college, it just never agreed with me. Did you drink in high school? Not really. I didn't, like, all I really like is beer. And I, I grew to like that in college somehow. Right, right. Like, I would drink a, you know, Bartles and James had wine coolers in the 80s. And... Every now and then, my friends and I would get our hands on those. I remember the commercials, I think. Yeah, it was like two nice old guys on a porch, maybe with a dog. Yeah, it was like a Garrison Keillor vibe. Yeah. But, I mean, the people... I mean, not his actual vibe. <laughs> the vibe he evokes in his Lake yes. Wobegon story. Yes, exactly. No, very homey and like, yeah. hey, have a Bartles and James. Yeah, Why yeah, don't yeah. you? <laughs> get wasted on this, 14-year-old John. Right, but I mean, I think it was really for, like, sororities. And then guys who didn't like beer. Yeah. My friends would... My friends and I would... Uh, I can't believe I don't have a seatbelt on. This is crazy. I did, forgot to put a seatbelt on completely. I often don't. Yeah, really? Wow. My car doesn't ding at me when I don't. And I that 72 Buick I was referring to earlier, I never put a seatbelt on because I thought, well, if I get in a bad wreck, I'd rather be thrown from it than roll with it and be crushed by it. Not the best logic, <laughs> but... It caused me to, like, I mean, I started wearing seatbelts because I started getting pulled over for it. Right. Like, years ago. I've been wearing a seatbelt now for a long time. That is, like, an argument that the, that, uh... <laughs> an idiot would make? Uh, no, an automotive company came up with. Right. And they spread. Right. Like, that is, like, no, you, 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 you're better. They, we don't want to imp, like, this is bullshit. We're mad at Ralph Nader or whatever, <laughs> uh, for writing that book. But, yeah, we're not going to do that because it's just, like, it's better to not have a seatbelt on. Did you hear about this? It's actually better to smoke. Like, imagine just how long. Yeah, I mean, anyway, no matter, no wonder people don't get the vaccine. Guys, get the vaccine. <laughs> get the vaccine. This is one thing. <laughs> it seems to be a big problem that the government's maybe not lying about. So, I don't know. Right. Get the vaccine. It is Hopefully. It is odd to me how, and I understand it, like, people don't want to lose their, politicians don't want to lose their base. But now, the New York Post, owned by the Murdochs, they have vaccine passports for their employees but they still will publish masks don't work oh yeah it's bizarre it's amazing every single employee is vaccinated all government employees (laughs) vaccinated and they're all going like maybe you don't need it maybe you don't and that's your right because we've trained you that it may it we we've sent you the wrong information enough that i i remember my ex-girlfriend like my high school girlfriend became a big activist and she was like when I first moved to New York she came to New York she was at Brown she like came to New York and she was like oh me and my friends are doing this protest you want to participate and I was like yeah sure I'll participate and I like we went to this office building that they had like been loaned to them and it was to protest it was to go to Philip Morris Inc to the skyscraper you know where Philip Morris is in in on like 50th Street in Manhattan and distribute flyers that said stop tobacco marketing to children. So, wow. like, it was like, and they had these flyers. It was like, um, you know, Joe Cam. It wasn't Joe Camel because it was Philip Morris and that's like Marlboro, I think. Uh-huh. But, or maybe that's Camel too. But anyway, it was like, 
those those companies are just like, hey, kids, you know. It's like Joe Camel was the, Definitely. I guess, the example, and which maybe still exists. I have no idea, but I don't. I think they got rid of him. Maybe they got rid of him. You know what I bought? Where was I? I was at like a like a a no name Seven Eleven, um, and they sold. And I hadn't seen this since I was a kid. Those bubblegum cigarettes, where if you blow like powder powder comes out yes yes they still make these wow those seem like they could be trouble for kids who inhale it or do something wrong i think it's just powdered sugar yeah but (laughs) but i wonder if those are like just like leftover packages like from the 80s (laughs) they probably are like super hard fucking gum Mm -hmm. and like you should have brought them it's like when you find old baseball cards you know what else i should have brought your tupperware that i Accidentally stole. Oh, last podcast. Right. Anytime. Yeah. No. Let me let me have it. Um, but the point is, I went on this protest, Sorry. and we went outside at like seven a.m. and it was like all these like pro like people who protest constantly who were like these like Upper East Side like rich women with like fur coats, no joke, and that were just like wearing uh, hammer and sickle pins and I was just like what the fuck wow. like these are the people that show up my girlfriend was like look these are the people that come here man These they donate a lot of money and they really care but they're crazy people or whatever yeah, and I was like wow. okay cool it's my first experience protesting and then we were protesting like stop tobacco marketing for children and I was like giving out flyers not knowing dick about what the hell I was talking about Right. and these men would come up to me and go what the fuck are you doing like want to beat the shit out of me energy like just big businessmen who were like 40 i was like 19 <laughs> like oh my god these guy this guy is screaming at me and his job is promoting cigarettes to, to children, children. Yeah. <laughs> which is totally amazing that's but i was like uh mistake <laughs> and then i never protested again no i protested i've pro- been to a lot of protests that was just a particularly miserable experience and listen they don't market to children anymore no. And remember, are you, do you, when I was in my 20s, they, they had like an attractive young lady come into a bar and just give you a pack of cigarettes to try to get you hooked. Right. It was crazy. They I started doing that with out. energy drinks after a while, like Red Bull and vodka. Red Bull. Oh, yeah. I there were like that. a lot of Red Bull girls. Red Bull's awful. It is. Sorry it's if you like it. So bad. Well, it makes you feel, uh, you know, good. I guess I liked it when, yeah, if you want to stay up, it's just like hardcore caffeine, stay up stuff. Um, but it's disgusting. It tastes like car keys. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that Tupperware's really been haunting me. Really? No. I just wanted to bring it up again because I interrupted your story with it. No, anyway. No, no problem. It wasn't that great of a story. But it wasn't that great of a Tupperware either. It's not a great Tupperware. You know what? You can keep it. Yeah, we. Uh, I have some bad ones, some good ones. You know, the cookies were delicious. Oh, you ate the cookies. Good. All of them. Good. Good. I was gonna like return them, and then I ate them, and now I. That's my girlfriend's baking. Yeah, she yeah. did a great. She got a gift. Yeah, um, we put them in the Tupperware, and you know. It's a really good deal. Yeah. (laughs) Mrs. Fields should be so lucky. (laughs) Famous (laughs) Humus. Here we are. MacArthur Park is right to our left here. Um, Is there a body of water over there? No. Is that? It's a slab, I think. It's like a basketball slab. Wait, is that MacArthur Park or no? I thought MacArthur Park. That says something recreation center. Oh, that's a. MacArthur Park might be on the right up here. 
Wow, nice rec center, guys. Well, you know. Looks just like MacArthur Park. What's the song, MacArthur? There's a song called Someone that. Left My Cake Out in the Rain. Oh. Is it that song? Yeah. I don't know. Who's that by? I knew it was a song. Should I Google it or do we just rock uh, our brains? We're stopped at a red light, so it wouldn't we're be. We're stopped dangerous. at a red light. It's fine to Google it. Let's do it. Let's Google. Let's let's Hey Siri, who wrote MacArthur Park song? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Webb. Jimmy Webb. Should we play it? Yeah. We have to license yeah. It? Let's play MacArthur Park. I love it. Genre rock. That's hey. Debatable. I love rock. Well, now we're moving. I gotta put the phone away. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, a lot of a lot of tents down there. Yeah, a lot of uh, the homeless problem um, is insane, and uh, they're not doing it. It's getting it. really well. You know, they just passed a law so where that you can't just you know take over a sidewalk. But I mean, I'm sure that'll find, stop them from exactly <laughs> beating and killing people. <laughs> well, Oof. I mean, yeah, down here be... it's very rough. My empathy knows no bounds. So. Yeah, you're the good one. I'm the, the Buddha. Good, you're the good cop. I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the good cop, and you're the bad cop. Well, yeah. Hey, stop beating on uh, women. Well, I'm writing a movie where the bad cop, whenever he, he breaks in on somebody, <laughs> he goes, "I'm my empathy is over." <laughs> That's a good. Well, my, I'm all out of empathy. You know, it's a pretty good line. I'm all like, you know, in a movie like a like a die dirty hairy movie that's kind of like making fun of the hippies, <laughs> making fun of woke people. You know, like, I'm all out of empathy. You know, I love it. It could be like duck, you sucker. Ooh, gotta beat that bus. Going by Dynasty Typewriter here, great theater. Oh yeah. That we already passed. I love that place. Yeah, what a great place. And yeah, so here's MacArthur Park. Ah, uh, here we go. It's just a time in with MacArthur Park. By the way, this whole time we've only made two left turns so far. No right turns, of course. Oh, it does. yeah. That was Teddy Roosevelt. And there's a there's a body of water. Huge body of water. MacArthur Park Lake. I haven't driven down here in forever. Yeah. Lots of dogs, lots of garbage. Yeah, this lots is of um, this is like Fast and Furious One, like right around here. Fast and Furious One, like was mostly around here. There was a lot of like, it's based on you know the street racing that started down in downtown LA, I guess. And um, yeah, they do a great job of sense. portraying it. <laughs> I never saw any of the Fast and Furiouses. Uh, no, really? I have nothing against them. No, I didn't think you would, but um, oh, I love them. I love Maybe we, I'll watch the first one before our next podcast. My girlfriend and I, we watched, we watched the series as if it's a TV show. Like we watched, <laughs> binge watched it, you know, uh, over a week, and it was so fun. And you realize the plot means nothing. Like right. there's no continuation. Like Marvel movies are so about all these details. Yes. And in Fast and Furious, dying doesn't mean anything. You can die, and then the next, the next movie starts with them at your grave, and you like walk up, and you're like, "I'm not dead." And then it's like, "Let's drive." <laughs> it's great. Anything to facilitate the cool people you love being back in the movie, but also like the drama that you need, you need someone to die, but they can just come back. Right. It's great. Uh, I recommend it. Well, I recommend like three of them. Anyway. Um, I know you don't drink, but there's a fun bar coming up here called The Monty. 
Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Owned by a, a friend of mine named Rio Hackford. Cool name. Wow. He's a cool dude. And that sounds like a, a... Oh, go ahead. I'm Rio Hackford. Yeah. No, he's a, That's like a Grand Theft Auto uh, cutscene guy. Look at that guy's dragging Rio. a cone. Oh, man. <laughs> Get that thing right Oh my god, there's a guy just pushing a highway cone. Oh, he's getting out. Here he goes, here he goes. He's like, what's going on? Does he know if it's a highway cone? If he just reverse a little bit, he'd have a lot more luck getting that out. It's, it's wedged. Yeah, he's reverse a little bit because it's wedged under your tire, so. I know the other thing's still in there. But he was, I guess, justifiably like, what is that? Is he laughing? <clears throat> the base is still under Oh, I like car. that he's smiling and laughing. He smiles. He's like, ah. I think he's with his grandmother or his yeah. mother. Yeah, he's like... Can you believe we're pushing the, the cone? Jeez. <laughs> that's um, going on. <laughs> that's going to be a familyism. This is something they might say. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're pushing a cone. Yeah, they'll tell that story for the rest of their lives. Depending on how interesting they are as people. Remember the cone? That's uh, <laughs> his deathbed. I do like that he was amused by it and not aggravated. Yeah, he could have been like, God damn it. So we're in the heart of downtown LA. We're coming up on the skyscrapers here. Yeah. When uh, did you move here again? I asked I asked you this last 2008. time. Two thousand eight. So it was already a bustling downtown when you moved here. Um, it was beginning to be more of a bustling downtown, I think. Yeah, there was a I remember a guy, a top chef guy had a restaurant down here and I would come down here and it was very good. It was a no uh, man's land. But it was like a no man's land. Yeah, even the restaurant was like in the back of the Alexandria Hotel. Yeah. And you had to like walk to the back and it was like, oh, there's a whole restaurant here. Uh, but it was kind of, there's, it was all SROs for a while, right? <laughs> when I bought my first motorcycle in 2001, Whoa, I, I, I know. brought it to downtown to like get myself comfortable with it because there was nobody around. Wow. And there were some hills, you know, it's not like too hilly, but there's some hills so you can like practice the clutch and all that stuff. Right. But now, ever since Staples was built and all these bars and restaurants have popped up. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun downtown. Right, because it was just the Forum before, not the Staples Center. Yeah, or the Convention Center. Yeah, the Forum is not downtown. It's um, It still exists, the Great Western Forum. It's just more like uh, towards the airport. Yeah, right. Um, you know, L.A. used to stop at Western, and there mm-hmm. was a huge wall built along all of Western. There that was? Stopped, that was the border of L.A. I yeah. knew that was the most Western street, but right. I didn't know there was a wall. There was, well, there was a wall, there was a wall, and there wasn't a wall, you know? It, like, went right. up after a certain, but I think back in the, back in the tens and shit, there yeah. was, like, a wall, and they were, like, stay out. <laughs> they were all about this, yeah, like, no one wanted to live at the beach. They all wanted to live near the L.A. River, you know, for shipping and what have you. Is that right? Yeah, that was, I mean... Was the L.A. River enough of a river? I think it was. To do that? I would encourage everyone to do their own research, but... Yeah. That's my understanding is, you know, the downtown was built here for because of the river. Yeah. We need um, California's gold. What's his name? Uh, Huel Hauser. We need Huel Hauser. More than ever. Or James Adomian impersonating Huel Hauser. (laughs) Which is better. <laughs> you know, this may have been a mistake because there are a lot of one-way streets here, so we might get hosed up, but here's Hope. I'm gonna we're actually on, on yeah, we're on Hope and Wilshire, so we're hoping so yeah, if I for a left. More, this is no oh, left. that would have to be a right. So good looking out. This is actually... This is dangerous. This is a game. This is a game, finding the right street. It's like a video game. Yeah. We're passing by the Standard Hotel, a very I think hip we're hotel. Hosed. I'm going to have to... Wait, can we not turn... We have to go straight. Wait, we can make a U-turn left. Are we allowed? 
a U-turn. Well, here we're we're encountering a rule. Uh, you know, this so, is like a cul-de-sac. So I we don't have are, to turn right. in fact, turning left the entire time. This is left. We are turning left and making a U-turn at the Los Angeles Public Library, which is a dead end. So we've never dealt with a dead end before. So we've officially just established the rule because we keep doing the podcast that you can, we can do that, right? I mean, and we that, didn't turn right. That's all I can tell. We did not make a right. The, the name of the podcast is, is still true. Yeah, this the 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 steering wheel hasn't turned past like maybe twenty degrees to like adjust to somebody. We're no. not turning. We're no. not turning. Uh, you know, Hyperion turning into fountain. You know, it bends both right. ways. But it's, yeah, we did not turn. Question is, do I turn left here? I think it's um, go straight. I'm gonna say this is sixth, so I think it's go straight and find a big street where we can just go left and then yeah, we can curl big. around, right? Yeah. Because we'll be back. We'll be back in my neighborhood and then we can start heading. This is well constructed. Scary. That's what I was gonna say. It's funny because we're doing like a figure eight. If you think of our route last time, we went up and around, and then this is going this way. So we're kind of like doing this you're wincing like you don't think that's right no it is funny oh no it's hilarious yeah it's really funny Uh, Um, we could have turned there look at how deep that goes yeah yeah here's Wilshire again but that was gonna be trouble all right what's your favorite street what's your favorite Los Angeles street well I'm inclined to just yell out 6th street like I love LA but no my favorite street that's a good question man like, are we talking about street name or just like street that has stuff on it? Um, either one, whatever grabs you right now. Just I like today. Sepulveda because like Ooh, ways will pronounce it Sepulveda. Sepulveda, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like classic Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. This this license plate ahead of us says Flavor LA. I wonder if it's an Italian ice guy or a DJ promoter. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Pizza guy. There, we're passing a, a a pair of wings that's painted on every building here. This one says, you are a goddess living in a city of angels. You are a goddess living in a city of angels and there are angel wings on the wall. And you're supposed to stand there and get your picture taken. It's for Instagram um, and uh, there's a crazy guy in a, in a Tommy Hilfiger um, hat walking by. He looks like a scarecrow. But is he uh, homeless? Is that, is that fashion? Or, that that yeah, could be like yeah, a punk rock fashion. That's the thing. He's he punk has, rock and he has tattoos. Yeah. yeah. But he's like probably 60. But he's probably still like in a cool band. Yeah. He's Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, he could be G.E. Smith, you know, like weirdly, uh, weirdly in a Tommy Hilfiger. You know? <laughs> um, G.E. Smith from the Saturday Night Live Burn. Right? That's him. That's the guy. Yeah. Right, here's 9th Street. I still think I should keep going. Ooh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, Pass. That sounds 210 and 110. That's interesting. Ooh, we went on the highway last time. It was uh, did we amazing, quite amazing. I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. I thought we had. Because the problem about... with the highway is oftentimes you don't have a choice which way to turn when you got to play. Well, I'll, I'll cover it in the intro. All right. Um, I'm taking full responsibility for like the canon. <laughs> What's <Good>. canon? <laughs> Seriously, what we've no. established. I mean, that's why people are 
going to, that's why Harry Walliner's tuning in. Yeah, we should have, you know, anyone who wants to uh, give us an idea for a theme song, you know, or, or write, or one, write for one for us, or I could write one, um, you know, or we could write one, it's like, to driving around LA. Yeah, or I mean, like, let's really go big. Yeah. No offense. You know, like, try to get like Nick Cave. Oh, I was going to say Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, but yeah, yeah, Nick Cave. Either one of them. Yeah. Whichever, whichever's into it. John and John. I'll, uh, I'll hit them <laughs> up on Twitter and see if they're into it. Nick Cave? Yeah. Do you know him? No. Okay, yeah, I'm of course. I'm a fan. I saw yeah. him at the Greek Theater not too long ago, probably four years ago. Yeah, just... Fantastic. Hey, man, uh, I know you're busy. We, we're doing a podcast, Two Johns Don't Make a Right, where we drive around we don't turn left we thought it'd be fun to collab on a yeah because for you for us it would be like having the cred of you know nick cave collaborating with us for you it's giving back it would be giving back to people you could be fans of and it's all about love <laughs> so yeah i wouldn't even so give him that much info I'd just be like <laughs> hey can you write our theme song for our podcast and he might get confused like oh i must know these guys and i forgot yeah so i better do it and then he writes us like the it, it, maybe we should have a sad goth <laughs> kind of theme you know most podcast themes are like bing boink we like to talk me and this guy and we talk about stuff did you ever watch fishing with john love fishing with john i watched ever i was like obsessed with it did we talked about that last time we might as have. a i think right after college yeah and i somebody had the uh, it all on vhs and that wasn't a depressing theme song but it, it was somber. fishing with john well the whole thing was a joke too yeah fishing with John. It was so mellow. Yeah. It was out of your face. Out of your face. Some theme songs are in your face. Yeah, this one just lets you be. Beverly Hillbillies, in your face. Monsters. <laughs> yeah, you have to like face. pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, let's bring back the, like that 70s show was pretty close because it was like hanging out. It's kind of evocative. Of, right. But that was like a cheap trick song. <laughs> like happy days was like evocative of the time but also like it's happy days but then there are the ones where it's like two guys and a little girl are living in a house it's my two dads and it's a show from with paul riser yeah you know did you ever watch Let's bring uh, that back the fall guy no i missed the fall guy I it think. was i know what it is but, uh, the craziest theme song. I would encourage anyone to <laughs> Google it. I think, I'm not kidding, It's if it's not two minutes, it's 90 seconds. Yes. And the first line, I was listening to it recently. The first line is, uh, he says, I'm not one to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farah. And then he says, I've never been out with anything less than a nine, so fine. So he's not one to kiss and tell, then what? immediately brags about his conquest. Wait. He's oh that's crazy yeah but wait what is that I thought that that was about I'm thinking of the six million dollar man no Fall Guy is Lee Major same actor um, and he is a stuntman right yeah Um, okay and I forget what else happened I know I I watched because I like stuntmen when you're a kid you know everyone wants to be a stuntman yeah you like rewatch things like that and you're like wow they didn't write it it's so weird like. (laughs) They like, they like wrote the first part and it's like, whoa, there's kind of a hook. And then it just is like mashed potatoes. It's like a team 
And yeah. I, I was definitely into the A team, but if you watch that now, it's like, oh, it's just <laughs> like nothing really means anything. Like people do work harder. To, <laughs> like you just didn't need to. In dramas like that, that are kind of for kids, like you just didn't really need to explain everything. Explain in the song. everything. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. well. I think it was back in the day when there weren't. You know, they were probably doing like forty episodes a year, and there weren't so many commercials, so they had to like fill the time with something. So they'd write these long theme songs. Oh, beautiful wedding dresses! Entrance, trendy, trendy, downtown men collection. We're in the what? fashion district. I don't know if downtown men is a good name for your bridal place, but disagree. what are you gonna do? Bunch of mannequin butts. That's weird. Wow, that's oh my god! Look at those butts. They're showing. There's, there's like a lot of cutout butts. Yeah, it's like they're selling sexy underwear on mannequin. It's full. It's a strippers store. It's a store of for strippers. Or worldwide fashion. Adventurous or adventurous dressers. Yes. yes. Uh-oh. Nothing wrong, by the way. We're no nothing, nothing wrong with any of it. Nothing I wrong with any to, of it. I need to turn left here. Legalize it. It is legal. Um, what am I talking about? Anyway, passing by Esperanza Collection. <laughs> Lots of, uh, yeah, it's it's bustling. <laughs> it is bustling. Oh, man. There's a cool dude on the corner over here. Some bugged out stuff's happening. Um, There's no one behind me, so I'm going to try to slide into this left turn lane. I agree. Yeah, that's good. Because um, otherwise, we'll have to do another U-turn, which isn't illegal as we've talked about. But yeah, not the spirit of what it's, we're doing. It's yeah, important a storm. It's it bummed me out. I'm not gonna. It, it is like within the rules, but it's like exactly the rules. So I did get bummed out. But yeah, it's it's not what we set out to do. No, no. Um, but we're also not gonna cave and map this on our phones. Nobody gonna break them our stride. Nobody gonna break them our stride. <laughs> Nobody is gonna break our stride. Right. Absolutely true. Um, this looks this like is... lefts are gonna be... No, well, it might be... Well, this is 9th Street. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how things go. There. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna we have can't to go... Be, we're, yeah. we're, get, we're getting creative. I'm not, we're not gonna map it. We're not going to map it. We're not going to cave. No okay. maps. We can't be bought. Just like the Doughboys. It's unbuy- we're unbuyable. That place is called Jesus Hot Dogs. Can we take a picture of Jesus Hot Dogs? Can we? Jesus Hot Dogs. And it's a cart. <laughs> oh my God. It's I mean, Jesus Hot Dogs. Buy some. Yeah. Should we get some Jesus Hot Dogs? Jesus died for that bun. It's we the, start the bun is the body of Christ. We start walking on uh, water. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, oh, this is cool. This what is, were we talking about before Jesus hot dogs? Um, I thought I had something to add. Doug Benson, Sarah Silverman, the Laugh Factory. We had. <laughs> we were talking about. Um, that was years ago. That was that was a long time ago. But uh, someone's just stopped here. Um, anyway, the show alone yeah. is people who are dropped into the wilderness. Um, it's a, it's like on the his, it's on, I think HBO Max or no, it's on Hulu. Every episode is about like, it's like an hour about, you know, 
Everyone's filming themselves. Can we go? This this guy is this is the worst. This guy's just stopping now. Of course, when you go, they try. That was like a fifteen year old girl. I know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do that thing that's not cool where I'm gonna make sure she gets to yellow. Oh shit! Wow! Oh my god! All right. She still went, so I didn't. Wow! (laughs) You are a venge. That was vengeance. Vengeance. Very passive aggressive. I'll be the first to admit. Uh, So you're a you're a guy who's motivated by revenge. I think that's fair. You are in in every aspect of your life, or no, just like little things like that. It's like this person. For, I mean, that Harry. what? By the way, what she did was very stupid. She just stopped in the middle of uh, the street. We're on a we're she on had a street. Her hazards on. We couldn't get by. She had her hazards on. She was just talking to somebody. As soon as I go around her, she starts to go. Yeah, yeah. I pulled in front of her and slowed for a yellow light, trying to trap her. And uh, I did not succeed, but I feel somewhat vindicated. Um, two I, two yeah. wrongs do make a right. Two wrongs do make a right. Two Johns don't make a right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I guess I, I know. You know, I've done that. I've done that. Um, one time I, mean, I would never like yell at her or anything, but just like a little like, hey. One time in high school, I cut a guy off, and I honestly like I didn't mean to do it. It was it was a mistake, but I cut this guy off and turned left, and then he turned left and speeded ahead of me, and stopped and made me stop. Wow! And he got out and he was ready to kill me, and I was like, oh no! I put a reverse, I'm like went back like a hundred yards, and then he screamed at me for like five minutes like really long and then he got I was like this guy's on coke then he got back in his car and and uh, drove away but I was like oh my god yeah that's a I could have died far. I could have died you know I got road raged once uh, I was on my way to work at the WB television network in the 90s and it was a situation kind of like we're in now there's a, a red light that we're stopped at mm-hmm. and imagine the car two in front of us doesn't go and I just go to like a boop boop um, and then the guy in front of me turns around and says, like, whoa, I can't go. I'm like, I know, I'm honking at the guy in front of you because the light's green now. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy was still just like pacing me. And then it's, it was on Coenga and like you can get on the freeway or stay on the Coenga Pass there, like near those condos. Who's calling me? Oh, it's like right. 800 number. And let's get I, it. Let's, at the let's last talk to minute, he, he like veered over and, and hit my car. Not hard, like he didn't cause a whole lot of damage. But I think like he calmed down in the moment because I, you know, I stopped and he stopped. Like he clearly did it on purpose, and then he lied to the insurance company about what happened. Oh God! Wow. Um, yeah, I was bummed. And you know, it's, you live and learn. Bastard. It's like there's no question in my mind he did it on purpose. I didn't say that to his face because I'm like, what else is this guy capable of? Yeah, I I just had a road a guy road rage me. I was driving to. Uh, Palm Springs, and mm. I cut a guy off again. Not badly, but I definitely cut him off, and I didn't realize I was doing it. He was in a truck, and he just... He was in a blacked-out, like, F-150 or whatever, and he just followed me and stayed with me for, like, 50 miles. Just stayed with me and menaced me and, like, fucking put his hand against the, the window and like was like just this? fucking um, like not no like boat? like knocking like oh, that like yeah yeah and like <laughs> fucking mocking me or whatever he thought he was doing but he wouldn't put the window down because he didn't want me to see him but I was t- 
terrified. And I couldn't, yeah. I slowed down to like 40. Cause that's a And he just, stopped, he just like by this time. And so when I, when I sped up again to normal speed, he was there and he fucking got back on me. I was like, Oh my God, this guy, it was like that Steven Spielberg movie. The Hitcher. Isn't it the one where he has, it's like duel or something. It was like a, oh, TV, yeah. a TV movie where it's like, this truck won't leave this truck. Yeah. My first film is about a truck. Shark, a shark. That's the shark. You know, we might get lucky here because this veers. This veers right. right, so we're not that's actually. Not, this is part of the, that's what the game plan. Does. Nothing to feel bad about. We're going right. This guy is. Ooh. He's he's anxious to anxious to get into this lane that we're in. But anyway, I would like to. I would gently suggest what I did mm-hmm. could be road rage adjacent back there, but I didn't. Yeah. Road. I didn't rage. This is like ah, you screw with me. That was road rage. I would say that it was road rage induced passive aggression. Yes. Like I was just I was stopping enough so that someone catches a red light <laughs> is like, um, fuck you, good goodbye. Road. It's not like getting out of your car with a bat. Well, I mean, we should incorporate but, things with the car since we're <laughs> driving around making lefts. No, that's true. Yeah. I wouldn't do that to a to a rando. I have a friend that we both know that I won't say his name, but he's like. Yeah, man, if someone fucks with me on the road, I get out and I, I like tap on the window. What? <laughs> I'll tell you who it is. I'll tell you who it is, but. Um, oh, man. The problem with that is, and I understand, like, I'm a big fan of actions having consequence, but you don't know who's crazy and who has weapons and all that Yeah, stuff. everybody's got a gun. Yeah. Um, do you have a gun? Yes. You do. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah. But I never would have one in the car. Right. It's in a safe. Do you go to a uh, shooting range ever? Shoot it? I used to. Um, with the, some mutual friends. The L.A. Gun Club? The thing? L.A. Gun Club is around here somewhere. Yeah. But I haven't been in a long time. Not for any reason. I'm just... I think I mentioned it last time. Like, I grew up in California in the desert where we could shoot guns in the desert and up in Big Bear in the mountains. Yeah. Not fascinating to me whatsoever. Fireworks have been illegal in California my entire life. So I'm just to this day fascinated with fireworks right and that is how Jason Walliner and I bonded oh we wow really love fireworks. I mean there's he's a wonderful person Harry Walner Jason Walner let's shout out Zach Walner for Christ's yeah. sake yeah he, who kind of stole Z-Man. the show at Jason's wedding he definitely stole the show yeah um, that was a good wedding that was so fun so fun. I've never been and there. Be- and beautiful. Remember the fireworks there? Yes, I do. Talk about a fan of fireworks. That's Jason. And Walmart. by the way, it wasn't like a few uh, a few little, you know, pop-offs. He had professional grade, like a trailer full of like... He had like the Zambellis stadium. show up and yeah. set up a freaking... Now, can I veer right here thing. under the highway? I think well, I this can. is... Veering right is going straight. So that's... Anytime you do that, we, we have nothing to feel bad about. Yeah. And we're getting on the 110. This is the 110 North. That's right. Uh, I say the, the worst highway. A highway that was originally built. Um, for Roger Rabbit. No, it was built. But that's hilarious. <laughs> it was built for, um, what's his uh, silent movie star? Uh, the, 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 the ultimate physical comedian, not Chaplin. Charlie but Chaplin. Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton built this for the great train robbery. Wow. So this was a train track. The 110 was started as a train track for Buster Keaton's A Great Train Robbery. And then it became the shittiest road of all time. And then they expanded it into the shittiest freeway of all time. Yes. Is Are people hearing this and going, okay, shut the fuck up? Well, you know why I don't You'd like You'd be it? right. 
the off ramps are like you have to go like 10 miles an hour because they're, they're built for cars and you know in the 20s or whatever yeah these are built for yeah they were literally so built you for to, like, come you have to go dangerously slow on the freeway to get off it yeah it's dangerously slow and people drive dangerously fast because people love to flex yeah people love to flex their cars muscles not me I no. have a V6. Do you have a V6? Yeah. That's a big engine. Is it? I mean, for a big car, this is a, like a, yeah. what is this? A four, it's uh, a Chevy Trailblazer 2009. Yeah. So. Love it. You got to have a V6 on that. Well, you know, the, the bigger ones have the V8s. That's why I was saying the V6 is enough for my delicate. Do V8s. they still have V8s in, in this? Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah, like the, all those muscle cars that they keep making, like the. Oh, sure. The Challengers. And all Wait, that. those Challengers have a V. I, I'm they, positive. They have a V8? That's crazy. I think Corvettes have like a V12. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but Corvettes like have taken so many bad looking turns. It, now it's just like, it's kind of like a Ferrari Corvettes, but it's. Yeah. And they, they tried to. I went on. I started a TikTok account, I have to say. And uh, TikTok is, you know, the best thing in the world um, to watch. But, uh, um, you know, in, in interspersed are like videos that are videos that are commercials. And there was one for Corvette and it's these guys going like, Whoa, the new, new Corvette rules. It looks like a Ferrari, <laughs> dude, look at this. And it's all an ad for Corvette, but it's like these kids going, Oh dude. Whoa. Oh my God. Oh my God. And this hilarious dude, I don't know who he is, but some TikToker who's very funny made a parody of this where he got a, you know, Corvette for the day or whatever. And he goes in and he goes, Dude, this Corvette rules. Look at the square steering wheel. And then he starts pushing in the, the dashboard, and the whole thing is one piece of shitty plastic. And wow. he's like, I love how the dashboard pops in and out. It starts going boom, 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 boom. It's very funny. In the moment, sure. it was funny. I love it. Look, I'm a car guy. Kind of like, you know. No, but I, I'm not a car guy, but I have weirdly got into cars, and my girlfriend for my birthday got me. Um, in Irwindale, there's a speedway. Yeah. And she got me a NASCAR experience. That's fun. So I got into, you know, a NASCAR and drove, you drive 20 laps in a NASCAR, basically. That's fantastic. A it was pretty mine, good. You would, have you heard of the uh, Bonneville Salt Flats? Thing? Yeah, totally. A buddy of mine, uh, Jeff Fox, he lives... Foxworthy? <laughs> just Fox. <laughs> um, he lives in Atwater Village. Oh, cool. Um, he and his buddy go out there... Uh, a few years in a row now and they have mini bikes and they just tool around and he said he saw a car go like 400 and some odd miles an hour like it's, it's crazy like a rocket car yeah exactly sort. no yeah. It's, and it's all like these big brain older guys who just have like these crazy cars like you know they're in the middle of nowhere and they can do that they're trying to break records yeah. that's where everyone breaks the records yeah um the fastest car in the world um which is the goal you know right. all those fastest car in the world it's like okay just make it a plane after a while. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. car, it's like you're just flying on the ground. So just just make it a really fast plane. You know, one nice thing I'll say about Corvette. Uh, yeah. When Prince died, they did a print ad with a little red Corvette, and it just said, baby, that was much too fast. And then, the you know, Prince's, you know, years of life. And I thought, for all the, you know, horrible, like, corporate ads that do stuff like that when someone dies, like, that was, that was kind of a nice one. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for Corvette. Good yeah. for Chevrolet in general. Good for one copywriter who worked for Corvette. Yeah. He was like, oh, they're letting me do my Prince thing, babe. His girlfriend was like, let's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> let's celebrate. Um, 
By the way, I did kind of hit turn left to get on to the five freeway. Oh my god, we might have to end. Hold on. I think. I think well, I can we turn are. Left. Oh no, we can. If we're if exit exiting right counts as a right, then we're fucked. So we have to qualify because we have to exit so at let, some let's point. Say, look, I get off on um, Los Feliz Boulevard, for yeah. example. I can turn left on that. You can and, turn left here on Riverside too. Oh, absolutely. I mean. Either one. Go, no, go to... I'm it's kind too of, late. Kind of it's too late. Now, yeah. You know, you, get, you guys know, uh, listeners, when it's too late to turn because you're in the wrong lane, that's what just happened. We'll cut that out. Okay. No, no, no. That's, okay. the, real, that's the relatability that Harry, yeah. that Harry yearns for. This is kind of like car talk, but one, we're both alive. <laughs> and we're both alive. <laughs> and we don't have any coffee, and I'm not a comedian. You are a comedian. What are you talking about? I'm not. You've dedicated your life to making comedy, so you're a comedian. <laughs> but you don't do stand-up. I never have had the stomach to get on stage. Right. Or any, like, funny jokes. But don't you think that writer's rooms are, like, you're performing in a certain way? Sure, but uh, it's not entertaining. It's, it's, like, more contained, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're shouting things out, yeah. It's a different skill, definitely. Yeah, and like you can sit there and like, oh, you can say something stupid in front of your your friends at work, and they're not going to judge you the way an audience might. Right, that's true. Yeah, bombing, all that. Did you ever do stand up? No. No. Wow. No, I um, I once went on a few dates with a stand up, and she said, "Who? What you're saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you, you're funny." And it's like, how come you don't do, uh, do stand up? And I I just blurted out, and I was meant it to be self-deprecating because I'm, I'm tall and I, I said I don't know I always got enough attention oh my god <laughs> the worst thing you could say she laughed she has a sense of humor of course and right she knows that's not what, well, what, spirit, what I was saying this is a very still, funny thing to say if you don't laugh at that awful. but I wasn't yeah. even trying to be funny it's just like yeah I'm a tall guy people always look at me and talk to me about yeah my, I guess my shoe I wore my, when I was 12 yeah my parents you know liked me <laughs> I'm not uh, you know an actor because you know my parents my mom like it's a horrible thing to say she took me to the zoo I mean <laughs> I, could, I could go on and on they really love me oh my god that's great I mean good that's good you're healthy I mean my parents too my parents are good people of course listen there's I'm, plenty cra- of, I'm crazy there's plenty of people who are comedians who are successful who have loving parents it's not that I just meant in general like true in my 20s, I couldn't go to a grocery store without someone asking me about my height. Do I play basketball? What size shoe I wore when I was 12? I have a nephew Excuse 12. me, son. He wears a Excuse size. me, son. Yeah. What are you, six foot one? Yeah, yeah. And then once... I deserve to know this. A yeah. cashier was giving me my change and then pulled it back and said, How tall are you? Ew. I was like, you can't take, keep my money until I answer your questions. Oh, that's kind of gross. It was at Vons in Burbank, but I still go there. Is that the flagship Vons? <laughs> I don't know. Well, by the way, fuck it. I'm gonna call it. I mean, we're we're getting close on time anyway. I do think it's cheating to exit a freeway to the right, even though you can turn left once you're on the exit. Okay. Well, I think that's something. All right. We'll, we'll end the podcast at that point. We'll have to end the podcast, but I think you're right, and that it will make it easier for once we exit. We'll be inevitably making a right anyway, so we can end it where, wherever. As soon as we turn right. In this case, I think getting off the freeway. Yeah, totally. Well, this has been an insanely successful podcast. I've enjoyed it, and I hope Harry does too. Perry, uh, this is for you, babe. 
Um, we should make one merch, you know, for Harry. We should two, two John one make a right or three pieces of merch. You know? But it's Harry's face on the T-shirt. You want to exit here or? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait, we got off. No, we're this. I just, but I the highway splitting. I should have gotten off. Is that right? Well, well the no. Here's now. the thing. Get off at San Fernando. Okay, that that's the up? thing. Yeah, it's the first. It'll that, be the first. Yeah, exit. We chose. We're on the two. We chose to make a right to get on the two, though. Right to get on the one ten. We did not make a choice. No, no, that was just we. We made a left, is what we made. Uh, yeah. The choice was a left, and two Johns don't make a right. We're holding it together. So let's get a let's get a guest for next time. What what have we learned? Don't dead ends are acceptable, but they're not advisable. You can whip around. We can. You can whip a, a U as long as you're turning left. left. And now we're about to turn right. We're about to turn right into an exit. So any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Been a pleasure too. We'll be back um, in a few with more two Johns don't make a right. My name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right.